0: Before we get started with episode 63, I just want to let you guys know that this episode is actually available on YouTube as well. So if you guys want to go and see the video version of this, please don't hesitate to go to Zach and Bros, Z-A-C-H-A-N-D-B-R-O on YouTube to check it out. As always, I appreciate y'all, and let's get into the episode.
1: What's
0: going on, guys? Zach and Bro here, a.k.a. Kevin DeFoco. I am back here with episode 63 of the Wonder Wednesday podcast. This feels a little different because now we are doing the podcast in video, and this is the first time I'm doing that, being, you know, a audio-only podcast. So today I have a special visitor. I have a special guest that has never been on the podcast before. And I was like, listen, we've been talking about doing this for a while, so we might as well do it now. Got my little sister, Chelsea. Chelsea, introduce yourself.
1: Hey, everybody. I'm Kevin's sister. Hi.
0: You want to tell the world about yourself, like um, who I'm- you are?
1: I'm 19 years old, I'm a college student, and I'm just here to, you know, talk about some tea, you know, sizzling hot.
0: Yeah, you know, Wonder Wednesday is about a culmination of your thoughts, opinions, and having a discussion about it. So, you know, this is the platform and the place to have that, and I want her to have the opportunity to speak her mind on certain things that she hasn't had the opportunity to, Um, and we have a lot of crazy topics to discuss, so we're going to just jump right into it with the Travis Scott astral World you know, tragedy, essentially. Um, it was a whole disaster, if you guys don't know. Eight people were sadly killed um, during the concerts this, uh, this past Friday. It was supposed to be a two-day concert. Uh, the second day on Saturday ended up being canceled. Um, so, you know, they didn't have it, obviously, for obvious reasons. But the the main premise of this entire situation that is so shocking to me mm-hmm. is that this could have been avoided. I feel like there's so many checks and balances that are put in place to ensure that you know concert goers have some safety, and you know people that are in VIP are obviously um, in certain sections compared to people that aren't if they're just general admission or whatever the case is. Right. And we have video of people trampling over. Uh, breaking over fences, trampling other people, trying to get into VIP, running through the security checkpoints. Mm-hmm. It's super, you know, horrible and horrifying to see that there is so, there was such a minimal amount of security and even paramedics, the paramedics that were on site were understaffed and had low supplies or were low on supplies to even help the people that were, you know, struggling for their lives. Um, and you got to remember like in a concert setting, like, I've been to an Astral World concert. It was back in 2019 at school at Penn State. And like, you know, it was crazy. Don't get me wrong. Like Travis Scott likes to throw ragers. He likes to make sure his audience is super hype and energetic and just having a blazing good time. Because obviously everybody knows his song, his lyrics. Um, but yeah, like you're gonna be jumping all over the place. People are gonna be squishing you. I was in the front. So like, I know. And even a guy, there's footage of this, I might include in the video, but there's footage of a guy that went up to the stage where Travis Scott was. And then he ran down and like smashed. I'm sure he broke his rib cage or something over the barrier when he was trying to jump back into the crowd. So again, like it's super crazy and insane and, and people definitely get hurt in these concert settings. That's why petite women like you, sometimes it's difficult for y'all to navigate or try to get to the front because you know, there's so many tall guys, so many tall people. Um, but yeah, you know, Talking about this specific situation, y'all, so how do you feel? Um, I mean, you haven't really gone to a concert before, but how does it feel seeing the headline and, and seeing some of the the reactions about you know, Travis Scott and even the response that he has made to the public?
1: So I've been seeing this all over TikTok and my For You page. It's honestly really hard to avoid because it's just right up in your face, you know? But um, I honestly think this situation is very, very sad, you know, rest in peace to all the people who have lost their lives and blessed their families. And I just hope that they're able to re- um, recover from the situation. But in terms of the situation, I feel as though it could have been handled a bit better, you know, better assistance, you know because just the way that everything, you know, went on, I just feel like it all could have been prevented. Like, none of this could have happened. But then again, there's 50,000 people up in there, so it's really hard to, you know, know if everybody's okay because there's just too many people, you know, crowded all around. And I just don't know, man. Like, it's just really sad. You know, I I don't know how, how to feel about it, but Travis Scott... I feel like his response, I could just
0: never imagine the severity of the situation. So
1: the situation could have been a bit better. You really put in a gray filter and you're rubbing all over your face like this just to feel some sympathy. I mean, people have really lost their lives. And I bet he's sitting right now in his mansion, just enjoying his life while all these other people's families have to, you know, struggle with this. It's honestly so sad to see. It's just so insensitive and everything could have just been prevented and people are saying like they're defending Travis Scott and i get it it's not really his fault but at the end of the day it's his concert he could have you know Put gotten a stop yeah to when he, he could have yeah, stopped the concert and looked what, and, and you know what's help. going people on are
0: literally some of the clips that you see on twitter people are literally like yelling help um, if you guys don't yeah. know, there was a 10-year-old boy that was sadly... This is Editing Kevin just updating that the youngest person at attended the concert was actually a 9-year-old, not a 10-year-old. But he is currently in the hospital fighting for his life, so my prayers are with him and his family as he makes a speedy recovery. I know there's age limits. Like Live Nation, for example, I think were the people that hosted this entire concert. Again, so, and that's another thing. When you take it down to even, like, the business perspective, for an event like this to happen, you got to really think about the layers. Like, the, there's businessmen that need to do checks and balances and approvals in order yeah, for this like concert to go like, how did that 10-year-old
1: get in there?
0: Like, I'm, I'm sure there's so age limits to who can attend concerts like this. So, I'm, again, very astonished as to how he was able to to Sneak by and get into. But this it's concert, still very
1: sad about how like these people lost their lives like in a concert. concert. You're just laying there and he's still playing his music and you're it, just dying. Yeah, that's how seriously. you die.
0: No, seriously, and it was only it, was so it, it all erupted because um pretty much many fans were trying to rush to the front of the stage obviously because they want to see Travis up close. Nobody wants to be in the back. Obviously, if you've been to a concert, being in the back is horrible. You don't really? get the full experience. Um, Ob- yeah, I mean. Depending on the group of people that are back there, if they also know the lyrics and are hype, then you know it's it's pretty enjoyable. But for the most part, like you're not really gonna enjoy yourself as much as others that are at the front and interacting with the artists, right? So,
1: mm-hmm. but I honestly feel like if you're at the front, there's just no way for you to get out. Yeah, and that's there's another no thing,
0: way. especially with the amount of people there. And this is in Houston, Texas. If you guys don't know, so that's the hometown for for Travis. And you know, it's again astonishing that he didn't think about because he stopped the show multiple times okay but if you have to stop the show multiple times for people to get carried out for people to get assistance for paramedics when drake even came out and knife talk was on like, like people were on top of the ambulance dancing and everything like that it was insane like i feel like once drake came it got like 10 times worse because they really wanted the crowd to get hype and everything like that um yeah, it, it's sad. I mean, it, it seemed like a really fun event, which is the sad part about it, but it's just it shouldn't have ended in tragedy. People were looking forward to seeing their children or loved ones to come back and return from this concert. Nobody goes to a concert to not come back from it, you know what I'm saying. Um, and and that's just like the really sad part about it because'm I'm, I'm somebody that typically likes to go to concerts. You know, I've been to J. Cole, I've been to Travis Scott just recently, and we'll get into this. Uh, I went to see Jack Harlow, and this is that was my first time seeing anybody in concert in over a year. So, you know, it, it's it's really saddening to see. And it, it can really get wild and outrageous. Um, even just trying to get to the front of a concert can be really awkward, because like you have to bump into people physically in order to get there. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and...
1: People have been saying that although there are eight bodies that have been found, there could possibly be more, and that's just so frightening. And just the the concert itself, like, the vibe wasn't there. You know, I saw SZA, you know, at the beginning of the concert, and the the vibe was really peaceful and calm, but when Travis Scott came out, it was just a whole thing. And I get it, like, that's his concert, so obviously it would be more hype. But at the same time, this, it just didn't feel right, you know, it just didn't feel right to me, and yeah, I get that a lot of people, you know, idolized him, like idolized Travis Scott, and I don't get why, because he's just not my taste, and that's your taste, but at the same time, this situation is just very sad, and he could have responded better, he could have reacted better, there could have been more senses like, this wasn't right, like, that's all I have to say.
0: Yeah. And even I'm reading this 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 article here and it says you know Scott obviously he's a native of Houston uh, from Houston um, he has philanthropic projects that he provides to the city youth and you know this is his third annual festival uh, for this obviously Astral came back uh, came out in 2018 mm-hmm. um, but again you know it's it's really it's, it's really sad to see this like I really hope and uh, wish the families of those those that were lost during the concert you know, I get my condolences and, you know, hopefully we can learn from yeah. things like this. So that way in the future, um, because even like, even Chelsea mentioned prior to uh, doing this podcast that Ariana Grande, if you guys recall, she had a, uh, a shooting that it occurred. It was like a at, bomb. Was it a bomb? Yeah, it was a bomb. Okay. Yeah. But there was some incident at her concert and a couple of her fans lost their lives uh in the process of that and she was much more engaged involved like visiting the families in the hospital of those that were injured or lost loved ones um and and from her perspective she's saying that you know travis scott is kind of just speaking you know in video or you know through message notes you know apps and and sending that out to the world and and not really doing anything to provide for those families and obviously we don't know what's going on behind the scenes but regardless. We really need to think about the organizers um that put this together um and think about you know what can be done because even uh, apparently they said that they hit the like the 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 entire festival was sold out but they still distributed tickets he was like oh i snuck in some some more seats or more room for you guys to be able to attend even though it was already a sold out concert if it's a sold out concert that means it is at capacity you know that so like why are we still allowing people to, to enter the concert and have some tickets just because you wanted to be a rager, you wanted to be super hype and pumped up, and you want as many people there.
1: Just doing all that, it's
0: ridiculous. You
1: are at risk of losing your life. Yeah, you are at risk.
0: People were panicking. People were, you know, falling unconscious. Yeah, people. You gotta remember at a concert know. too, like it's hot, it's sweaty. Like people are all grouped up it's together. Screw, it's tight. It's tight. So you can get squished. You can get smushed. Some people were getting stepped, uh, stepped on, trampled over like I just can't it's just that. it's crazy because when you're at a rager like Playboy Cardi and um who else be doing this trap Trippy red like all these artists they have mosh pits where people just really I just push each other and like either. really get hype and crazy right so you need to really be aware of your surroundings when you're at a concert setting and if you don't want to be in a certain area you really need to distance yourself and being that you know, a lot of you know, white men like to go to these concerts, you know, sometimes they get really rowdy. Some people are coming already on drugs or um, drunk out of their oh, minds yeah. you already. Know what I, heard? I will tell you, one of the narratives was that some individual was injecting other people with drugs.
1: That someone was injecting drugs into people's necks at the concert. I don't know if that's true or not. Like, I don't know, like heroin. I have no idea, but that's what I heard. Heroin's
0: typically done intravenously and that's just
1: like so random why would someone be doing that yeah it doesn't make any sense to me
0: it is insane so and,
1: yeah someone was yelling help 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 in the crowd and he, he just kept performing like he just kept going you know it's so sad and yeah. like i saw people trying to get over this fence and try to like people were pulling people mom, out this is, like this is
0: probably the the whole fence vip situation was prior to anybody even seeing travis scott so the fact that people are already reacting like that before they even saw him go on stage is absurd. And
1: I saw this video of people running at the beginning, like yeah, I what mean, was that?
0: That was when they were trying to get into VIP, oh, the VIP section, oh, when they brought. I, that, I yeah. mentioned that earlier. So yeah, my prayers are to the uh with the families of the lost, you know, souls from this concert, the lost people. Um, let's just learn and do better. Um, and yeah. Segueing to the next topic, I um, wanted to talk about um, this Henry Ruggs third situation. I know you guys are hip about this. This is a now-previous Las Vegas Raiders player, 22-year-old guy, like really coming up in the, in the NFL scene. And if you guys don't know the story, he was accelerating at 156 miles per hour in his Corvette. And mind you, he's drunk. He has a BAC. So BAC is your blood alcohol concentration. Yeah. And depending on the laws of uh, the state you're in, being Nevada in this case, um, I think the threshold is about like a 0.06 BAC uh, to classify you as like legally drunk um, while driving or operating a vehicle. And he was at a BAC of a 0.151, which is already over half the amount that Nevada classifies as you being like overtly drunk, right? Mm -hmm. And... He's with his girlfriend in the car. um, And they were coming from Top Golf. I think they were just hanging out with some friends at Top Golf. Top Golf, typically you get food, but there's also drinks. So you probably overly indulge in some drinks. And tragically, um, as he was going 156 miles per hour, he decelerated into 127 miles per hour, hitting a Toyota Rav 4, which is like an SUV, rupturing the fuel tank uh, within the car. Hmm. Uh, with a 23 year old girl inside of it, or woman, I should say. And that woman and her dog that were in the car died uh, from this situation. That's a tragedy right there. So, this was a fatal car crash. Um, Ruggs uh, and his girlfriend made it out with, um, I think, moderate to severe injuries. But um, regardless, you know, this is a young black man that has made a huge mistake in his, his career. Hey, is he? What does he um, do? He's a football player. So yeah, he plays for the uh, played for the Las Vegas Raiders. I think he just recently got signed and everything like that. I'm not really too familiar with his background. Obviously, I don't I don't like the Raiders. I'm personally a, a Giants fan, but I'm eventually gonna switch because Giants haven't really doing as well as I want them to. Um, and yeah, you know this is funny. Typically, I don't t- talk about sports on this podcast. I'm thinking about incorporating it more because I do want to talk about sports more often. So let me know if you guys are interested. Um, and again. If you guys have comments or questions uh, pertaining to anything or you want me to answer a question, uh, you can send me like audio messages or you can DM me on Instagram, at Zackenbro, Bro, everything's at Zackenbro. and um, Bro. And we can talk about things um, that you guys are talking about. I think that is a, a cool little addition to have, um, whether it's life advice or, you know, questions for me, questions for any of my guests that are on the podcast. So, but yeah, you know, so from what I see here, Uh, Ruggs is facing up to 46 years in prison. Um, He got some additional charges. So he's already facing two felony charges of a DUI and reckless driving. Uh, But he's also been hit with two additional felonies uh, of DUI and reckless driving, as well as uh, a misdemeanor charge of possessing a weapon as well. He was possessing a gun in his vehicle uh, while under the influence of alcohol. Yeah, so that's additional details that have been kind of through the confines that nobody knew about. But yeah, I mean, overall, what's your thoughts? Um, On Wednesday evening, he was released from jail. He posted a $150,000 bond. Um, uh, but now he's on house arrest, so he probably got an ankle I have never
1: heard now. of this man in my life, but I have been seeing him on social media. And I saw the story about it, and it's just really sad knowing that the lives of a young person was lost along with their dog. I wish that, you know, this never have happened, you know, i I hope that their families are able to recover from the situation it's very sad um you know these young people need to learn you know that driving that at that speed is not the right thing to do especially under the influence you know yeah so it, really it's all about the mindset and Definitely. i don't and I, I could it. add myself i
0: <laughs> had a little incident on the road. This might end up on the vlog as well, so make sure you guys are watching. I know I've been behind, by the way, on the vlogs. I'm trying to incrementally get back, uh, back on schedule. So we're working. Uh, I'm praying by the end of the year I can get everything and all the footage that I want up because I got some Val content. I got some gaming stuff. You know, some other things that I want to do. But again, like I had a little incident myself coming back from Penn State uh, a couple weekends ago. And, uh, yeah, man, I mean, it ended up with my tire, my front tire getting, you know, pretty much messed up because I kind of swerved off the road and mind you, there wasn't any barriers or anything like that. Um, so luckily, you know, I was unscathed from the whole situation, but it was again, very frightening for me. Um, and then looking at situations like this, even young Manny, um, he's a DMV artist. He got in a a huge car accident. Um, he almost died. Yeah. He's, he had blood gushing out of his mouth, you know, that same day that that event happened to me um so again big wake-up call uh for me and and sure for many other young people uh, please be careful on the road have your seatbelt on be weary if you're tired pull over and take a break if you if you need to especially on long drives um that's one thing i think i needed to do um or at least if i was going to focus that entire ride at least get some some caffeinated drink to keep me focused the entire time because i was you know, kind of falling asleep, pulling a Kanye a little bit. Um, yeah. So yeah, just just be wary, be conscious. Don't drive under the influence. And, and the worst part about this Chelsea, this situation particularly, is that the NFL has measures put in place for situations like this in case you're an NFL player and maybe you want to go out for drinks with your friends one evening. And you get too intoxicated. Let's say you drove there, but you got too, too intoxicated while you're there. They have ride-sharing programs with Lyft. They have a partnership with Lyft. So if you can leave your car, you know, at the parking lot, lift yourself home, relax, you know, wake up the next day, and then figure yourself out to, to go and get your car. You don't have to take your car home, you know, if you really are out of it. Um, and that's that's one thing we can learn out of this situation. Especially, in, it's just in this day and age, drinking and driving is really a big hazard and is responsible for cutting the lives of so many people, pedestrians and drivers alike. So we need to make sure that you know we are being conscious having a DD, a designated driver, for that particular night. If you know you're going to indulge in drinks, make sure you have somebody delegated to, to do these type of things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with him, like the amount of money you have, like, taking an Uber or a Lyft shouldn't be no a huge problem for you. You know what I'm saying? Like a hundred something dollars even if it was That is, is nothing compared to the million dollars of contract money that you already have in your, in your bank account. Um, so yeah, man, it really sucks to see this, man. Like 46 years in prison, like this could have been avoided. You could still be a player. You could be playing today, Today's Sunday that we're recording this video. You could be Mm -hmm. playing for the Raiders. I mean, I don't know who the Raiders are playing against, uh, now, but regardless, it's just, it's sad to see, um, oh, funny enough, they played the Giants today. Um, and they, they lost. Luckily, it was 2013 so yeah. gang, gang. And but Penn State. And, and we'll talk about that in a second, but Penn, yeah, Penn State, State, State defeated University of Maryland, which is her school. My alma mater is Penn State, 31-14. Uh, gang, gang. We're 6-3. Y'all are 5-4. Hmm. Pick it up, man. The finals are coming soon. I'm telling you, the playoffs. Playoffs are coming soon. And
1: who are they playing?
0: I mean, we don't know yet. You got to see if they make it first. I
1: don't even watch football,
0: so I don't know. Yeah, she, 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 she he literally, not... mind you, she lives, like, right by the stadium, too, which is crazy. And she is so removed and, and discombobulated from the whole situation. But, but yeah, another just a, one of those tragic situations I really wish could have been avoided. sad to see this guy's whole career kind of plummet from and this like entire Fetty thing. like, too, man. What about Fetty Wap?
1: Then he get, like, 1738 and we stopped?
0: So, I mean, what what my sister's referring to, Fetty Wap, was involved with, like, a huge opioid, like... He's a drug lord. ...deal, essentially. Um, he's really, I'm seeing a headline here, he's released a $500,000 of bail after being charged with a drug ring takedown. So, the, the opioid situation I'm talking about, I think he's been a part of this for a couple of years now, selling opioids of, like, cocaine, heroin, fentanyl, crack cocaine... All over, like, the Long Island, New York, and New Jersey areas from June 2019 to 2020. Insane. Um, and from what it seems, the authorities have done search warrants and have recovered approximately 100, $1.5 million in cash, 16 uh, kilograms of cocaine, 2 kilograms of heroin, and numerous fentanyl pills. That is insane. Firearms, ammunition. Yeah, he's... I guess since he's been removed from the the rap game he's just like oh i need to find ways to make money in other ways so let's 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 get in the drug ring in the drug lord realm and see where that takes us but obviously you know a lot of these narcotics that he's selling and distributing are mostly really really illegal so you need to be the man
1: has been releasing music and it's not that bad
0: yeah i mean he has i mean there was also a story his daughter passed away his four year old daughter sadly passed away in June uh so we released a song called The Butterfly Effect or a mixtape rather um I haven't heard it but you know say love you uh Another story I wanted to talk about, Segway, and again, Segway, Segway. Um, Damori he's a tick, 18-year-old TikToker. He's 18. Yeah. Um, he's young. He's like 20. Yeah, I know. He looks like he's way the older. The heck? He's I'm a- older than this man? You are. He was Ooh. born in 2003. I did a little bit of research on him. Um, he wanted to have three seconds of fun on the road, he and brags. he decided, yeah, he was bragging about his wealth when he got pulled over. He ran um, from the
1: police.
0: Yeah, so he... Randomly it was a video of this. He randomly was at a red light and he just accelerated he just, he just took off during the red light and it was a police officer in the the lane to the left of him And he immediately put his sirens on started following him. He went over a hundred thousand hundred miles per hour um, And again that that is multiple uh, Traffic violations right there, you know high-speed chase um, you know going over a red light um, another one of those instances where a young black man is yeah. putting himself in a situation that you shouldn't and, 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 you know, suffering the constant consequences and repercussions from that. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's, again, he's a young guy. He has a child as well, mind you. And he's a YouTuber, a content creator. He needs to be really well aware of what he's doing and, and being careful about what he says to the public because they again, shoot. flexing and flaunting your money looking at this Henry Rugg situation can easily be all taken away from you just like that. Um, So, let's just be careful here um, and and, and be more aware. I mean, he seems like a very overzealous, overconfident type of guy. Uh, Looking at some of his pictures on Instagram and, again, you know, this high-speed chase is a huge situation, a huge dilemma that is going to be put on him for a while. Um, But uh, He was set bond of, what, $11,500 for three charges? So... He paid subsequently on his release from prison um but again you know he, he he was arrested you know after trying to run from the cops and evade them and everything like that and then mind you he he's a huge following he has four million followers on tiktok six hundred twenty-eight thousand from the time of recording this on instagram um and almost you know a million on, on youtube so he has a huge following yeah, i've seen this guy yeah i've seen i've seen him now that i think about it but
1: he was in um king Sid's videos okay you know kingston
0: no i don't know who that is but yeah man i don't know he he's definitely on a lot of different you know a lot of people don't look at him in in the same way And i'm seeing here like in july i've never looked at him
1: any type of way i never know because yeah a lot of people on tiktok have mixed feelings about this guy yeah, they
0: were hating on him a lot. I'm, I'm seeing, like, some comment sections. Like, you look at views and engagement on some TikTokers, and you'd be like, wow, like, these people have a lot of supporters. Like, everybody cares about them. But then you look in the comments sometimes, and it's like, mm-hmm. they completely don't mess with this individual. Like, um, I need to look it up. But there's this one girl, she's, like, Mexican. And she apparently, I'm trying to remember what her name is, but she apparently what uh, has a lot of haters in her comment section saying how, like, She's Mexican and everything like that, but she doesn't want like she we're, since we're in America, you shouldn't speak Spanish or anything like that. But when you look at her content, is like a contradiction of that because she's over here complaining and saying or not complaining. She she had like a outfit that she did and it's like two guitars like as bras and like she was dancing to some Mexican music and everything like that. So she 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 loves the culture and she wants to indulge I herself in that. it. Um, no I do not see it I don't even think I liked it because I just saw so much negative engagement from it but like again like people and maybe I can find it from search yeah her name is Jenny Jenny69 maybe you've seen her before but like when you look at all her comment sections right like she's singing like Mexican songs like that take care of your son it's trending for the wrong reasons my deaf sister said turn it off <laughs> like all these type of comments it's like the engagement's crazy like 600,000, like, you guys can't even look yourselves. You can see. Like, she has 600,000. It's blurry. But 600,000 people, like, like this. And she's singing, like, you know, Mexican music and everything like that. And, yeah, like, look at this. Someone says, got this on repeat. But, like, that only has 1,000 likes compared to everybody else, you know, sharing negativity about it. So, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. Being an influencer has its pros and cons. Yes, you can be super successful and get that money and get that guap, but, like, at the same time, your reputation is on the line, and that is why, especially if you're excelling in athletics in your career field and, and, you know, whatever discipline that you find success in, it's important to be as genuine as possible, and that's why I try to be on this podcast um, and have, you know, guests that also share, you know, differing points of views and things like that, so... Um, you know, hopefully we can all learn something from these situations. Let's not play with the cops Let's not play with speeding on the road. Let's be safe. Let's be, you know Courageous in our endeavors, but not so much to, to make us do super crazy things. So um, The other thing I wanted to talk about was um, I Like I said previously, I attended a Jack Harlow concert. I'll keep the story short. I caught the vid caught the vid at a Jack Harlow concert of uh, almost over a month ago um I haven't seen Jack Harlow live and I really like his music a lot and uh you know it was a really fun experience that vlog is forthcoming but sadly caught the vid and even my sister suffered a little bit of the of that the, the wrath of that being that we weren't able to really celebrate her birthday the way we wanted to because I had plans for her um but yeah you know yeah. I mean being somebody that's had it before the vaccines were out how, how do you feel about the whole pandemic because look we have concerts still going on we got you know people going back to the office and working we have students like you going back to, to classes how is it wearing a mask every day how is it living in this world of, of the pandemic torture. and hearing about news where it's like somebody on your floor or someone in your building has been tested positive at this point
1: things. it's just life it's just what i forced to be used to so at this point, it's like nothing I can do about it, and it's just a part of life now. I don't yeah. know; it's just normal now.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's really sad. Life, we we have to live with this pandemic. We have to live with this virus now. I think we've all kind of come to terms with that. I mean, luckily for me, I didn't have any crazy symptoms similar to, or, you know, similar to what my sister might have had. But regardless, you know, yeah. I I do still recommend wearing a mask. We got booster shots coming soon, so Which I'm, not
1: taking.
0: I'm sure they're going to eventually require it for Why? university students. I mean, cause they want people to be safe. They want people to to have possess that and
1: mm. so have keep their immunity. Up.
0: I mean, who knows? That's the thing that's coming into question now. Like, it's I, I took my pand- I, I took my pandemic. I took my vaccine back in um in April, like my second dose, and that was prior to me going to my Houston road trip, and like. You know, again, like, I feel like I've been ducking this virus so long, and even after my California trip, I was like, dang, you know, I could have had it there, but didn't. Um, it definitely is when you're in a situation where you're in a crowd of people, um, a sw- a, 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 you know, a ocean of people, and you're not wearing a mask. That's where you are most potent of getting the virus. Um, that's where you're most vulnerable. But, um, you know, the, the whole argument of, like, the... Mixing vaccines as well with J and J, like if you took J and J now, you are um, eligible to get either the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine. Like there's no, uh, you know, cross contamination or anything like that between using a different one. People just thought if you got J and J, then you have to be consistent with that or any other of the vaccines. Um, But luckily, you know, that's if you
1: get Johnson and Johnson, you can take you can take Pfizer
0: or Moderna. Yeah, because again, I mean, most of the mRNA, uh, the yeah, the RNA uh, polymerase. Or, or whatever it is that is used for the uh, the vaccine mRNA, they are using the same strands of the virus, um, or to identify you know whether or not the virus is in your system and building immunity against that. Um, but yeah, you know it, it's it's all a learning process, and obviously we've heard the variants, we've heard about the Delta variant, um, and maybe that's what I might have gotten because obviously it's more uh, potent of uh, being able to, to be caught by a human being. Um, but we are still battling this pandemic and this virus. Um, You know, luckily, again, for me, I wasn't, I didn't really feel any crazy repercussions. I say anything. Zinc pills are very helpful. Um, These help boost your immunity. Zinc, iron, make sure you're taking your daily vitamins. I think that's, like, one super important thing on top of, you know, getting vaccinated. Um, Exercising, make sure you're drinking lots of water, hydrate yourself, um, and just be, you know, try to be, as as physically active and taking care of yourself make sure you're getting some sunlight uh getting your vitamin d i sometimes find myself cooped up when i'm at work so it's nice to kind of go out and and smell the the fresh breeze in the air and and get some of that sunlight tingling on my melanin so yeah so yeah anything else out of the pandemic i always always end up putting the pandemic and covid and my podcast but like if y'all know when I relaunched the podcast, like, or not even like, when I first, yeah, relaunched it, because I started this back in, like, 2018, but, um, yeah, like, we were talking about the pandemic through the whole pandemic, and there were just so many changing news and topics and opinions, and, and now we, we are right at that, like, stalemate where everybody, you either get vaccinated or you lose your job, like, type of situations, or if, You get vaccinated, or you can't go to class, or you can't attend college, all those type of things. Now they want health records, for example. For you, they want immunization requirements, things that um, are really important to look at for college. And previously, they didn't even ask for. I remember I didn't have a requirement where I needed to give immunization forms, and now that's a requirement for college students. So, yeah, man. Again, we had a lot to talk about. Um, these, These were the main general topics. We're gonna jump into, and segue into our music session of the podcast. Um, again, I'm very behind on some of the music because I haven't done this podcast in a little while. Um, but I have a lot of things I wanted to talk about real quick. We're going to start with Young Thug Punk. Anthony Fantano, Anthony Fantano gave this a low score. Unfortunately, he gave it like a three or something like that. But I really enjoyed this album. Um, Fifth Day Dead and Love You More with like Nate Russ or whatever his name is. Uh, really amazing songs. I really enjoyed those a lot the most. I didn't really like Bubbly too much with uh what is it drake and i think future um, correct me if i'm wrong but yeah uh definitely wasn't really feeling that the, those songs or that song in particular um j cole went off on one of the songs but again i think uh in contrast with the entire album it wasn't as appealing um yeah i mean check out punk i think it was a pretty good album uh you know i think young thug was a, m- a lot more introspective in that album um, next thing I want to talk about was the Summer Walker still over it obviously like that was the highlight this past Friday of music you know if you guys know Summer Walker she's like the breakup queen talking about you not know, need a man mm-hmm. that you should be independent as a woman They should be taking care and getting to your bag as a woman you don't need another man you don't need to live in this hypergamous world yeah. your thoughts on the album being that you also listened to it
1: the album still over it
0: Hey, hey, I have to say there there wasn't much creativity in the naming of the second album. I have to say, like we had over it, that we have still over it. Like, what's the what's the deviation? What's the contrast here? She's
1: still over it. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: But because um, she had a narration by Cardi B
0: and yeah, and and Sierra, she had um a prayer at the end for with yeah, Sierra, so I need which was very yourself. nice. It was very nice. I have to say, I, I had to put the volume up a little bit on that because i was like she's really speaking facts you know giving um being getting getting mercy from god and and being able to to kind of push through through your struggles and and be as resilient as you possibly can
1: and like another thing as the um song with jt x for a reason a lot of people were hating on it but i personally liked it even though it's not really you know the usual songs that she makes usually her songs are a lot more slower and more uh I don't know, just a slower vibe, but this one was a lot more high paced, yeah, or fast paced. I mean, and yeah, more
0: cadence. Yep. Um, another some of the songs I, uh, some of the other songs I liked, I like Reciprocate a lot. Um, Insane is cool. Um, we also had oh Pharrell was on here. Forgot. Oh, little Dirk is nice. Toxic, Toxic was also a really cool, catchy little uh, melody and tune. Um, I really like the. The subject matter of that song as well. So, you know, big ups to both of them. And I like their collaboration. The the song, yeah, extra reason with JT was really nice as well from City Girls. Um, Yeah. I was saying I was saying when I was in the car, I was like, this could be like a TikTok dance. I mean, somebody might end up making a dance and a trend out of it. Um, Unloyal with Ari Lennox. So a lot of people don't like Ari Lennox for some reason. They don't like her singing, her style, her representation. But I think she was a little bit of a standout on this track in particular. Um, you know she really gave us some vocals gave us a pretty good catchy um, chorus as well um, and again she harmonized really beautifully with um with summer walker here so definitely enjoyed that as well I do need to give this album another listen so I may give my two cents on it again but again you know a lot of the girls were ready for this one you know what I'm saying a lot of the women really enjoy this tune and um, you know I'm hoping for continuous success for summer walker you know being all the things that she's went through. And, and even she, she put a comment on her Apple Music as well. Like, she put a statement of she, learning from her experiences mm. and, and not making the same mistakes that she has relationship-wise, but also personally. Yeah,
1: she dragged London on the track by the neck.
0: Yeah. I mean, Man, they, they dated it before, it. right? Yeah, so. Um, again, wishing the best for her. I know she had to address a lot of drama with even her friendships as well. Mm-hmm. Like, people that she trying to uh, distance herself from, but still tried their best to, to get be in our four view. Um, but yeah. While we're here, um, I just realized that Corbin, who is A.K.A. Spooky Black, okay, this is one of my favorite artists um, growing up as a as because he has a lot of really atmospheric, reminiscent, like honestly, goosebump like in, in, inducing music. Um, if you guys ever saw heard the song without you without you from spooky black is one of my favorite songs of all time I really enjoy that song. It's so reminiscent It's so like dreary. It, it really puts you in like a, a mood and um, He's back. He's back after the Morn album in 2017, which was pretty nice, you know, ice Boy is a really cool banger um, and some of the songs in there He's back with an album called Ghost with Skin. I need to listen to this. I haven't listened to it yet, but the song Tell Me has a really, really captivating music video, which I really enjoyed. Um, but again, I need to give this whole project a listen. I think I'll give another in-depth uh, review of it later. But yeah, please go check out this new album, Ghost with Skin, from Corbin. He's, he has some really amazing, you know, music. Even um, he has a song like about DJ Khaled or whatever. Like my son is DJ Khaled. I think he removed that that project. Oh no, he still hasn't. Leaving the leaving project, but it's under his moniker uh, Spooky Black before he changed it to Corbin. Um, DJ Khaled is my father. That's another really amazing song. Uh, Take the blame, so I don't have to. Yeah, I I could go on a tangent about Corbin, aka Spooky Black. But moving forward, we also had Mac Miller re-release Faces. If you don't know, Faces is his album that released back in 2014 at the age of 22. So amazing. Um, can be a really a psychedelic slash, uh, you know, fusion of like confusion, essentially, because he's talking about life and death, him, you know, over taking an overabundance of drugs, um, you know, pills, um, smoking tons of weed. So, you know, it's, it's a really great story and timeline about his life. You know, Angel Dust has been a sound out track, stand out track for me, even though the chorus can be a little wonky and weird with the way it's produced. Um, It's still very interesting um, and I'm really enjoying like going back to it and now having it on streaming platforms because I was just listening to it on um, Spotify Um, and yeah, you know, I I got another standout track in that uh, album as well or standout tracks that we have uh, from Faces. Um, Angel Dust, obviously, here we go. Amazing, you know, talking about, you know, not being at the level of success that he was in 2014 without a Drake feature. yeah, all these type of things. Um, and also, my favorite song of all time in that album is New Faces V2 with Earl Swordshirt and Dash. Man, Dash, very underrated, probably the king of underground, now that I'm going into his, his uh, array of music. Uh, but yeah. By the way, if you guys know, I'm very biased, so a lot of these things are going to be hip-hop. So, just so you know, you can always skip over if you want to. Um, we also had Cordae. Did you listen to Corday Super? That song?
1: I'm I think a, a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna
0: put a, a snippet on. Uh, a quick snippet. I typically don't do snippets. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: that is definitely not it. There you go. Uh, yeah, I heard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Last I made seven million. Haven't been to a single fucking show. Should I do my niggas? What do you think about it? Because this is his kind of like comeback after um a big hiatus after um the Lost Boy came out and his disbandment from YBN as well
1: yeah it was pretty good yeah I give it to him he's very talented very lyrical he's from our area too yeah, so I know.
0: yeah definitely I really enjoy this it's a good comeback from him um been on my rotation for sure um also I, I meant to say this after speaking about Mac and Faces being on streaming platforms Aesop Rocky is also released re-released his love live love ASAP mixtape. When I was in middle school, this was one of my favorite mixtapes to listen to. When I was listening to music on my PSP and my old little iPad iPod Nano that I had, um, boy oh boy, this is one of my favorite um, one of my favorite mixtapes. The first four songs: Palace, Peso, Bass, and What's Up, which is my favorite song. Those just are all bangers, back to back to back to back. I um, also, funny enough, used um, Houston Oldhead on one of my blogs. You can go figure out which one it is because you probably don't watch my videos. If you're not, follow me. Subscribe. YouTube.com slash Zacharo. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a great, great mixtape. I'm so happy to have some streaming platforms as well um, and just or re-listening and reliving and reminiscing back on the times that I was listening to this project. Music is so amazing and invigorating because yeah. it can really put you in a certain muse that you were at that time that you first listened to that track or were listening to that track, you know, multiple times. Um, so, yeah, you know, really enjoy that. Encourage y'all, if you haven't listened to it before, to go back and listen to it. It is not a new album. It is not a new project. People were like, oh, my God, this new Rocky's Fire. This is not new. It is is not new. I was listening to these songs on Spotify or um, SoundCloud just to get back to the the, the tune and melody. Um, moving forward, we also had um, Don Tolliver, Life of a Don. Don, did you listen to that? No. Nah. No, it's all over his nice. He, I'm, I really like his vocal. Um, like when we first heard him on uh, uh, Travis Scott's album, Astroworld, again, blew me away. And even hearing him on Moon and on Donda, which I realized I haven't even spoken about on this podcast either. Um, and he, he really put us in a, a different world uh, with that song. So it was cool. I mean, it was a cool little project. Um, I really like what you need the, the one of the lead singles that were coming out from this, um, but yeah, you know it's, it was our right, uh, project. Do need to listen to it a little more, uh, and give my two cents. Post Malone came out with a new uh, single with The Weekend, over right now. What you think about that? Did you take give it a listen. gander. I um, will put a little snippet of it for my sister since she hasn't listened to it. It's pretty good. I really enjoy it. Pretty cool little hook um you know the we weekend always comes with the vocals me when you did me so wrong. it's more melancholic. So uh, again it's just a vibe I really like yeah, it a lot um you know
1: like something you would listen in the car
0: yeah you know vibing in the car late at night chilling with your friends um yeah, really enjoy that. I love it. Another recommendation for y'all. Uh, Adele also came with Easy On Me. That was an amazing song. Amazing. I give it to her. Yeah, she's back. I'm ready. I'm ready for 25.
1: Uh, it's been like, how many years? Like, five years. It's
0: been a minute. It's been a minute since, you know, Hello and everything like that on... Yeah. Was it 23? I forget which project. She, she, she names her projects by, like, I guess her age at the time that... Yeah, she was. So 25 was the one with that i think this next she one is 19 yeah
1: wow mm-hmm. how old is she
0: she's 33 34 35 3
1: she's been doing this for a
0: long she's time. been doing it for a long time yeah that was very talented i really love her she's 33 yeah so her next project i think is supposed to be like yeah she's 30. the type of person that everybody
1: just loves yeah um
0: yeah so um, and, and we have a lot of other stuff. Uh, Jonah Lucas has another song duck duck goose Which is pretty catchy as well I like the music video for that a lot Um, Yeah, I think that's pretty much um Amina has a new album 2.5. It's been a minute since 1.5 Bless me Bless me because she doesn't say bless you That uh 1.5 had real like songs like real it in real it in I had the bag to the front um, we have 2.5 now um, I really need to give this a full listen I'll give it an in-depth review later on um, yeah I think that's most of the songs and stuff I wanted to cover obviously I wanted to talk about sort of a lover boy and Donda and all that stuff but uh, wasn't able to get to those um, even Isaiah Rashad's um, The House Is Burning as well um, which I have on repeat specifically HB2U Happy Birthday to you. I think that's what it stands for um, one of my favorite uh, singles for the year for sure Um, yeah with that we're gonna transition over to the gaming section of this podcast gonna keep this real quick we have a new uh, arena's map pretty cool pretty fun Um, for apex apex season 11 is here we have ash which is the new character Uh, she is pretty dope pretty dope little legend I really enjoy her powers Uh, her passive is marked for death she can mark death boxes to see where the location of other players are on a team um, she has an arc snare which is pretty much like an arc star but it tethers to enemies and she also has a phase breach which is a almost similar to Wraith's portal uh, like phasing portal uh, but it's a one way portal to a targeted location location that she slashes to. which is wish it was a little further with how far you can um, propel that ability but again really cool. Biggest part of this update is the new storm point map which is amazing, phenomenal, m- phenomenal, really big, spacious, uh, but I really hate the whole sound issue that we're having in Apex, where you cannot hear footsteps sometimes, and it's, it's I feel like we're getting third party like every so often on this map, it's pretty crazy. Um, we also have a new ma- uh, weapon, the car SMG, takes both heavy and light ammo, which is pretty cool. Um, functions almost like an R99, but with um, R99, it does more damage from what I hear, And uh, with that, you know, special capability that it has. Um, Yeah, they made some changes to the RP and AP system. They also buffed Watson. Uh, I think her hitboxes uh, has increased in size to compensate for the removal of the low profile uh, in the legacy update from what I'm seeing here. Um, Yeah, the pylon also uh, uh, increases your uh, armor over time a little better. And she is also able to put, I think, more fences as well from what I'm hearing. Um, and also the damage of them has, has gone up as well. So yeah, huge buff to, to Watson. Hopefully she's uh, used in play a little more often. And I have seen her in play uh, from the games that I've had. Uh, we also have a new hop-up, dual shell. Uh, they increased, reduced the fire rate of the eva from 2.1 to 2.0. Uh, they buffed the peacekeeper phone out here. Um, they decreased the choke time to 1.5. Uh, from 1.5 to 1.25 and really small little things. I'll probably put a, a list in the description of certain things. They also reduce the the barrel effectiveness at all rarity tiers for the L-Star. L-Star is really annoying, especially on um on arenas. Significantly reduced the projectile collision size and the damage reduced from 18 to 17. Again, not really huge. Even the dev note says the L-Star has been a force to be reckoned with this season. So taking a big swing, hitting. It's projectile size and damage in the effort to bring it down a notch. I mean Whatever It's whatever Um, I'm also been playing a lot of Demon Slayer the Kimetsu no yabai Hinokami Chronicles really fun. I just recently got it last week Uh, Pretty cool game enjoying that different controls from Naruto Ninja Storm Blah blah. Riders Republic is also a really cool game. Um, I'm trying to get into possibly. It's sixty dollars though. It's a Ubisoft game. Might want to get it on Black Friday because that joint really too expensive. Anyway, that is gaming. I uh, don't want to keep Chelsea bored over here because she does not understand any of this lingo. So we're just gonna go ahead and segue over to the last section of the podcast, which is TV shows, movies, and anime, you Um, Squid Game. How? What's your thoughts about Squid Game? Biggest gross thing in Netflix movie or uh, T V series ever. People loving uh I'm forgetting her name. But uh but yeah, give me your thoughts.
1: It was definitely overhyped. That's one thing I will say. Like yeah. it was good, but overhyped.
0: Yeah. In my opinion. And what about the plot? What did you think about a lot the plot? Of it and also was the games that have stemmed off of it, especially like on Roblox and now we have Crab Game.
1: The plot was interesting. Um. very interesting uh, it's just really sad to see what people are willing to do for money while these rich people are like you know just sitting
0: Spectating.
1: yeah I just wish that it could have gone a different d- direction like these people did not deserve to die like that it was just crazy Yeah. and yeah surprisingly it's getting a season two and yeah the game just keeps on going because there's, like, another person, like, after all those people were killed, they're doing a new game. They're doing
0: a new game. They're, they're selecting more people and playing the uh, the game with the envelopes. Um, yeah. yeah. Again, and the whole hype now with uh, Ho-, Ho Young Jung was big. Like, everybody's like, oh, she's so pretty, so attractive, so amazing. Mind you, she's been making movies and on, like, hey... Uh, Korean drama shows for a while now. And it's like now people are giving her her, her colors. Even on Vogue, she had like a little makeup tutorial um, that she did. And, uh yo, like it just started getting like millions and millions of views after Vogue changed the title of like, you know, Squid Game star, Ho Young Jung gives us her daily like makeup routine or whatever. I think it was a skincare routine actually. Um, but again, beautiful cast. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Uh, overall, I think episode two was, like, the most important episode being that they let people, like, they selected whether or not they want to continue the game. They say no, and they go back into the real world, realize how horrible their lives are, and we're like, might as well go ahead and take a life or death chance of this money. And they do that. And most of them lose their lives, unfortunately. Um, but, again, it it teaches a lesson of, of how greed anger, frustration, and even circumstance in your life can d- push you to do things that you, you yourself wouldn't have never imagined. Um, so Squid Game, I, I, I'm i happy I watched it before it got super hype, like before it was number one on Netflix. Um, but man, you know, it, it was definitely a revolution and had people at the edges of their seats uh, watching this show. Um, the games are very interesting and intricate um, and has, you know, created games out of it, which is amazing. Um Maybe one day on stream, I'll do a crab game. Maybe invite the siblings, like Chelsea, on there. So that'd be cool. On my block, season three. Thoughts? Opinions? Or was it three? Or four? Season four. Yeah, Yeah, that's crazy. Four seasons of the show. It it could have been better. I definitely don't want to spoil too much because there is some tragedy that strikes in this this season, Mm -hmm. sadly. Um, But yeah, I mean... Thoughts overall. I mean, I, I feel like it could have ended a little better. Uh, yeah. Again, you know, Ruby and uh Jamal. Jamal. And, um, <laughs> Abi, Abileta,
1: they both care.
0: Ab- the oh uh, yeah. Yes, Abuelita. Ab- oh my yeah, gosh. Ab- yeah. There's another like story about that as well that we don't want to spoil. They are the those. main characters. They the really care. Jamal is very, you know, outgoing. Um that is just hilarious. Um it's you know shares a lot of like you know life uh, inducing stories, especially to Ruby being that that's her grandson. But you know, I think I think this season wasn't that bad compared to the other ones. Uh but I feel like the 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 writing and and the plot of this can get a little yeah, because, spotty like with Caesar, Yeah, well, especially with Caesar. It was Caesar. Too,
1: like mm-hmm. His acting was a bit dramatic for me. Yeah. yeah,
0: he really tries to be a tough guy when, yeah. in reality, he's just a normal teenager trying to fit in and such. And
1: it was he, so cool. A lot of love Watch.
0: triangles with um, what's her name? The uh, Sierra Capri's character. For yeah. Name? Um, Mo, something like that. Mo, Monse. Monse, yeah. Um, yeah. It was like, right. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's a cool little show. Um, cool little life lessons. Can get a little sexual and weird, but again what is nowadays what is a show without that nonsense um the shy season four i just fe- recently finished this um wow i mean this show is it's pretty cool uh i really enjoy it shout out to brady for getting me into it my roommate um from college boy oh boy like this show can get pretty intense and crazy uh lots of things about because especially season three was like a focus on um you know how predators are in terms of like you know kidnapping people um, and and the type of torture they put people in and and someone miraculously coming in to save them uh, but also corruption as well and and how people of power can sometimes take that uh, that power too far um, and the ways that you know people end up being cutthroat and conniving to them because of that Um, but boy oh boy like this is a very edge of the seat type of of season as well so if you haven't watched The Shy, highly recommend there was some drama that went into the show that Ended up completely changing and restructuring the way the show is from season two to three, um, so yeah, it could be a little weird if you are looking at it from that lens because it's like season two to three is like how did this happen? Like I don't without me spoiling it obviously. Power Book Two, I don't know if you're huge on Power, but I love Power. Um, Tariq is back. It's time to see what's going to happen to him after his incident in this uh, in season one um, and even it's funny even book threes though Raising Canaan, um, I still need to watch that so lots of things to watch lots of things to watch in um, the circle season three uh, I finished that a couple weeks ago uh, and you know I enjoyed it uh, I loved the winner at the end I mean they didn't seem as emotional as I thought they would so it was kind of underwhelming but again it was really cool and I love the upbringing and and kind of the way people meet each other when they get eliminated and all that, and also the diversity of the games as well. Like they had a clown in the game, they had you know like a secret influencer, like special powers and stuff like that. It gets really cool. Um, this season was pretty dope, but I say my favorite season will always be season one with Joey and Shabab, Shabum, and all them. Um, yeah. Anything else on your mind? Any other shows you're watching? I heard you you were watching Made on Netflix. Yeah. How's that?
1: It's pretty um heartbreaking. And I'm not gonna say too much because I don't wanna spoil it, but I do recommend watching that show. It's definitely worth it, and yeah, it's just about a girl, you know, trying to make a world or a life for her daughter because they don't have much, and yeah, it's just like learning a all food stamps, a struggle, yeah.
0: living in like a multi-room home with other people, mm-hmm. and, like, a shared home,
1: an abusive boyfriend, and stuff like that. So. Yeah.
0: Cool. Anything else you're watching?
1: Um, well, I want to watch Grey's Anatomy. I haven't watched that yet. There's a new season out. Okay. And All American is a new season. Really? New season.
0: season four? Season four is out. Yeah. When did it come out?
1: Like a week ago.
0: Like CW? Okay. I need to. Yeah. yeah. I got. I need to watch that. Yeah. All American. We've talked about All American before on this show, so um, they're quick. They're quick. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're working as you as they release the season, they're working on the next one. That's yeah. how it is for TV shows and anime movies all that um cool well we're gonna cut things there we're about to hit the hour mark chelsea i want to thank you for coming on to listen to my boring spiels in between the podcast she's been wanting to come on here for a little while so i'm happy and this is the first time that we're doing a video for this podcast eventually again i want to have my guests physically here and making this like a reality type of thing so uh we're gonna try to be more consistent i always say this y'all i know it's been five months i know y'all missed me probably not but still appreciate y'all still coming and listening regardless um and checking in and whatever else and yeah man thanks y'all for being my guest this week guys if you want to follow and find her where can we find you or do you care to i mean you can promote yourself yeah it's like hot ones
1: i'm an artist check me out capital c you gonna put it in the description you spell it so for them because
0: they don't know how to speak they might think capital it's not capital
1: capital c. Uh-huh. c. C A P A D A C C. capital c it's not even c. do you want to see
0: okay <laughs> yeah make sure you check her out you guys know where to find me as i can bro everywhere thank y'all for taking the time to listen uh and yeah man follow me there Uh, And, again, I'll be streaming on Twitch, y'all. So if you guys really want to, you know, stay in rotation with me, see me live on Twitch, put your notifications on, um, because I frequently am am streaming Apex, Valorant, and any other games, because I am trying to be more of a variety streamer, but also to try other games, because there's just so many games to play. So it's like I really want to give myself a good wide spectrum on my palette. Again, y'all, appreciate you coming on. Thank you all for listening. Catch you all on the next one peace and hair grease hair grease hair grease you ain't paper but my filled up with you could catch me with your chick in head but i ain't give her no bread i just told to the street they hit me best said it's a bit i hate the blood and i kill as soon as i wake up catch a check.